Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman here for Flavor of the Week, part four with Father Cyril Fernandez. We are at the rectory here at St. Hedwig's. Do you call it a hyphenated parish? You have St. Hedwig's and St. Patrick's? St. Patrick's and St. Hedwig's community. St. Patrick's and St. Hedwig's community. Mm. Just been really enjoying the curry that you cooked for me. Good. I'm pork, glad you enjoyed Pork curry with green beans, onions, garlic. Turmeric. Turmeric. Chili powder. You have to have some kind of, you know, mixed spices are very good for you. I don't enjoy that uh, blend food, you know, just boil it. and like that boiled food. Okay, I'm going to jump into this. This is a pickled lime. Yes, lime pickle. And it's this is the peel yeah. of the lime mm-hmm. right here. Do I just eat it straight or just mix it, it with the, the rice? Yeah. Mix it with the you rice. You can eat it with the rice and then you can eat first and then take rice later. It smells very mm-hmm. citrusy. Yeah. Mmm. It's sweet. Yes. It's not spicy as the other food. You don't put any pickles in or uh, peppers in with that? No, I've used the chili powder in that. Okay. You can add, but I don't. You know, you add uh, chili. Chili also becomes a pep, you know, pickle afterwards. Okay. But there is only lemon and lime. No chilies or anything. So interesting. Is that yeah. pretty popular? It's very in, popular in India? in India, yes. Yeah. You know, you I can make 25 variety of pickles of various things. <laughs> 25 varieties of pickles. And this is a coconut kind of a dip. Oh, yeah. 25 me, of them. Let me do that right now. The yeah. coconut chutney. 25 okay. of them. 25 this. different coconut chutneys? Mm-hmm. Not coconut, but oh. various dips. Okay. Like cilantro, all the herbs. It's got the consistency of a hummus. Yes. Hummus, you're right. Yes, but it's but it's not hummus. No, no, it is not. So, Father, mm. you enjoy teaching. You've got two masters. Mm-hmm. You've got a PhD. Yeah, and you started a bunch of schools. You've yes. taught at schools. You've been principal at schools. Yeah, over in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, you enjoy teaching. You enjoy working on homilies. Yeah. What, what is yeah. your process for preparing for a homily? I read uh, on Wednesday for Sunday's homily. Then I think about it a lot. I'll read a few homily, prepared homilies. You know, I got some books and all. Okay. And then I go through that, read them. And then I just, you know, think about it every time. You know, what could be, what could be if someone else, a priest speaks to me? What should I say? Okay. Then I think about, I take some one or two aspects of the homily, like, you know, what it says to me personally. And then I prepare on the basis of that, my homilies. Very practical, not just kind of, you know, people these days, they don't want your theology and they don't want your philosophy and what you learned in the seminary. Those are good things. They are guidelines. We need to follow them, what we learned in the seminary. But they need, you know, when they go home, they need to say, that was a good homily. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I think, Father, you are speaking to me today. Like, you right. know, you are speaking to me, my life. I need to do this. Right. I need to improve that, you know. And also when I prepare a homily, not for people, I prepare for myself what I have to do. 
that way it's it's applicable to me also mm-hmm. so then i prepare and there are quite often people say oh you give good homilies you know feel good about it but i say yeah i, I work very hard and that's all i can do you know and and you know since i'm not teaching in a school nor and i love to teach but but sermon is a good thing that where i make you know i put a lot of effort you know preparing it other yeah. things are always in the book you don't need to worry about you know so and of course celebrate the mass with reverence and you know devotion that's also do you have a favorite topic to talk about i don't have any topic on based on the sermons because every day every time is a different topics actually i right, take right. i take you know mostly is you know being here i have seen that i need to speak about how you have to be charitable to one another so some or other it comes mm. by because we are two parishes they have to you know be nice right. to each other so but some or other that point i bring it in here and there you know sometimes it been topic is like you know something which is uh, connected with the, you know you have to be good to each other uh-huh. kind of things you know i won't say that you know you have that problem <laughs> that problem that's not you know for me the pulpit is not a place where you can condemn or uh, criticize people that shouldn't be it is a word where we proclaim the good news you know right. word of god for me good news is always happy news uh-huh. not that doesn't mean that you have to just always you know certain things which one makes us happy there are certain things doesn't make us happy so what is that thing that you know we have to avoid and make us happy and others happy that's what is kind of a process i always follow what do you think is something that's causing specifically in the united states people to be unhappy that maybe isn't an issue so much in india yeah i mean it's a materialism you know people just right. start not family no family life husband works wife works they don't know each other they don't know one another each one is busy in their own world you know family life is first of all is not there that's what all these problems come up you know so and then of course a lot of problems you know come up with the children you know they don't receive as much as completely love from parents I mean what they not all of them i cannot general but there are sure. specific problems and then we are common, busy it's yeah, a common it's issue it's a common yeah. issue the family life and religious life also people are i feel that in india people are very strong in their faith you know people can walk 10 miles 15 miles you know here we have people we go oh father i couldn't go last sunday it's not a big deal for me to go for mass kind of we take they'll, it little they'll walk 10 to 15 miles to go to mass yes, in india india yes yeah. i mean they take very lot of pain to go to church and that itself is strong faith right. to me according to me yeah. and here we have all facilities so many churches you know so yeah. and very recently i had a big talk with father drew curry uh-huh. so we need to do something i have found <clears throat> i may be wrong but i shouldn't i shouldn't judge i see the free people in south bend a little lukewarm about the faith whereas fort wayne maybe because of those big churches is little different people mm. are in the faith wise so here little less i feel because so we need to do something to warm up you know kind of you know rekindle the fire or kind of things uh-huh. uh, not just in central place on all the parishes together some right. kind of a evening prayers for english speaking and spanish speaking and hmm. you know kind of a you know charismatic kind of a, you know don't do anything crazy but you know some kind of a prayers and also we are planning it so for the drew curry has taken yeah. a lead I like him because he has a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of you know so i said i'll be with you let's do it and he wants to start here because st patrick's church because of the beauty of the church uh-huh. so we are planning some kind of things you know 
just bring people somewhere and see how far it is i said let's do it and if it fails let's close the shop you know sure, if it sure. does well then let's continue so i like that yeah 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 they've been doing a lot of the like healing masses yeah those kind of uh-huh. things you know we have one say twice a year sorry we have it here i see that a lot of people do come people believe in all those things you yeah. know anoint the people and all church gets filled that day uh-huh. So, for anointing of the sick anointing of the do? sick yeah uh-huh. we have before uh, christmas before easter we have we do that in our parishes both parishes i do it uh-huh. so people a lot of people come for that so seeing that and we have a small mexican group where they have evening prayer since our parish is not a spanish speaking parish i don't encourage other parishes to just come here yeah. but we will uh, do some kind of you know different parishes maybe once a month that's what we have discussed not yet reached any conclusion but since we have a place here a lot of place so that's what we were thinking i think it's a great idea yeah. i like the idea of just trying things try it if you hear it's it's yeah. working in other places yeah. give it a try see if it'll work here yeah. do you find that different parishes have kind of different cultures and things that work one place might not work at another place because it of is. kind of the way the parishes the people are and people and are very different from yeah. each parish actually you know i have seen that you know fort wayne is very different what works in one parish does not work in another parish uh-huh. you know i in, even here the parishes are each parish is geographically different and also people wise is very different huh. yeah so one parish something you know we had started a, a neo catechumen kind of a thing I liked everything that the what they did and all to bring people and all you know I asked people you know there are people who suggest a lot of things and they themselves don't come sometimes they you know they think yeah. the priest has to do <laughs> that's a, that's a very sad part of it but uh, I started doing all that but it was uh, didn't pick up much I was very discouraged on that and sometimes uh, you know father david had some um, you know bible classes and then uh, another time father had some kind of a Thomas Merton series kind of thing. we had a lot of activities but evening people become difficult daytime they work yeah you know and elderly people come one day next day they say ah oh, father it gets too dark yeah so just don't know what to you know sometimes you get confused you ask them people are sometimes no you know no reason but uh, suggestions are many from them but so we have to try something or other always to keep ourselves busy and the people just get some kind of a faith we mm-hmm. have so many activities we had actually father david our my pastor my associate pastor he is very good at all those you know he is he doesn't speak i do most of the speaking so okay. in the parish so he's quiet but he does deep study you know he's a holy cross priest uh-huh. so he he does lot and then we both attend then we have rcia we have you know we have a couple of people so he takes a few classes i take so so both of us share so Do you have a particular RCIA topic that you like to teach? I like to teach them to the, about the mass and uh-huh. the Eucharist and the, and the sacraments. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course the marriage thing also I I do like marriage prep. Marriage prep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have a lot of these marriage preps and also you know sometimes it is families I would like to emphasize on the family life you know that you know that they have to you know and then they know each other that's what is more important for the young couples to most of the time they don't know each other and land up in a very big troubles in the family so why do you think that they don't know each other is it because when they go and spend time together it's 
watching a movie instead of actually yeah, yeah. talking in, to each other about something yeah. that matters or yeah see it matters because they don't uh, spend time means you know watching the movie is different you're not spending time i would right, not call right. it or reading a book watching a movie or television and all most of the time what do they they are busy with their cell phones you know these days you know uh <laughs> i had a young couple who was there they called me nice people they, you know they i did their wedding they were so nice. they called me for a dinner and they both were busy on cell phones and i said no more do do this because this is the worstest thing that you do they just got just got married and they we went to a restaurant and they're busy in telephones both of them i said keep that off yeah And I said to them you do this I'm going to tell you you will be very soon in trouble yeah. in your married life. Yeah. So most of the keep away make sure I always tell those couples make sure that every night before you go to bed make mm-hmm. sure that um that you talk to one hour at least no matter where you go these days your cell phones use the cell phones when you're far away. Yeah. evening every evening because i give them talk an to egg. each other for an hour before yes, going to bed yes at least bed. half an hour you set the time you yeah. know you need to because i tell them you know uh, i had a very close friend of mine in fort wayne st patrick's church you know he was very helpful in you know working he was a you know i did the all electrical part of the you know wifi and all those things in st patrick's arcola okay. with him uh-huh. tim his name is tim he died so they went to florida and then he was swimming he loved to be in the water uh-huh. he always liked and his wife was they were all in the swimming pool and then his wife he said okay let's go for dinner you go to the room and get ready and after few minutes she looked back and there was a big crowd and she came back and that was her husband tim oh no he died in the water and she always told me one thing father i would always tell everyone you don't know when your spouse will not be there for you to speak to talk so think every night that's your last night hmm. talk to them and that which certainly impressed me and she told me on his death yeah. on his burial day you know i did the burial in fort wayne so I, it 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 said to me a message and i think that's a message that i always say you know spend time because you know each other once you know each other you'll be able to tolerate each other accommodate each other and understand each other the so most of the problems begin with you don't understand each other yeah know? what i say is right and i'm right uh-huh. <laughs> you should be a marriage counselor no you know <laughs> that's good advice that's good. yeah that's really thank you good. very much yeah <laughs> and uh you mentioned father drew curry yeah uh have you ever made pork curry for father drew curry no i did not he just comes he's from south bend you know so he's born here in south bend uh-huh. so he comes to visit his family then he comes occasionally sometimes sometimes he joins me for mass here i think he would enjoy this yeah i know so yeah maybe i should have another time some cooking this you know some parishioners asked me i should i did that in fort wayne <laughs> i had one group of 50 people i cooked Uh-huh. They, I told them how to cut the vegetables. I was the main chef, and they cut the vegetables and all. We had a dinner. Yeah, and I had two, three times. Even in um, Saint John's, I had once cooking. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so I never had it here. People have been asking. I said, okay. Yeah, on the spot cooking and eating and tasting. You know, very food. You know, I prepared around twenty dishes in uh, our cola. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe now that they hear this, they'll. They'll be banging on your door. Yeah, this is delicious. Uh, I'm going to try the the lemon pickle here. Yeah, yeah, please. Sweat mm. it out because it's good for you. Well, that's that doesn't make me sweat. That's good. <laughs> okay, and then this was that is uh, uh, just in the salt and vinegar. Radish, ginger, radish, radish, yeah, radish. 
Oh, piece of radish. All right. And then I think I've tried everything after this. Mm-hmm. Good. That lemon is good. Good, yeah. 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 I like Again, lemon. It's very sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's not spicy. All of these are very strong. Yes, spice-wise, right? Yeah, so you don't, you just need a little for your rice. Yeah, yeah. The concept. As I said to you, because rice will take, you take rice and then the small piece, one or two pieces of yeah. pickle and one plate of full rice. They don't eat one or two spoons, you know, they eat full plate of rice. So that way. Mm. You won't get that... Uh, <clears throat> Shrimp pickle, that is a legacy. That's only people, rich people, you know, yeah. like you and me. Okay. Can only have that uh, shrimp pickle. Well, I'll try not to rub it in people's nose too much. No. <laughs> so we did shrimp pickle. We did lime pickle. We did lemon pickle, eggplant, eggplant some, um, and radish. You said radish, Sharon. Mm-hmm. And the coconut, coconut chutney, chutney. All on pork curry. Pork curry. Along with some green beans. Mm-hmm. And rice. Man. Rice is the main ingredient. You, you've spoiled me. This is oh, delicious. I'm glad. Thank you so much, Father. We should have again, Kyle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a little different type. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not tomorrow, though. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Father Cyril. Appreciate thank you. it.